Corporate Unplugged opens the door to a world of people transforming business. They share their dreams, their experiences, and what they would never give up. I'm so glad to have uh, Jan Broman here with me from Stockholm. We are in this uh, impressive and beautifully renovated former customs house built in uh, 1906 in a beautiful Art Nouveau style. And it's situated by the water in the core of Stockholm. And we are right now in, in a very kind of public space, so that there will be some noise around us, but it's a positive noise in the yeah. sense of yeah. people. Just a short intro. Jan Bruman is, along with his brother, Per, the founder of Fotografiska, that is today one of Scandinavia's most important and powerful artistic magnets. Since they opened nine years ago in Stockholm, they've had some 200 exhibits hosting some of the biggest names in photography, from Annie Leibovitz to Gus Van Sant to Martin Parr. And Fotografiska is actually anything but, I would say, a regular museum. It's neither a museum nor a gallery at its core, it feels like a dedicated hub of human interaction, of, of creating like a space that, that nurtures thought and, and discussion and, and like exchange of, of ideas. Jan, what, how would you say, like, what is Fotografiska for and who is it for? What we have become is more like a place where conversation can take place mm. and uh, it can be inspired by what we do in the exhibition spaces but it could also be inspired in what we do with the food and so on so it's and uh, the helping people to get a little bit more conscious also seeing sort of meeting themselves and meeting their friends mm. meeting family and loved ones mm. so it's all kind of meetings which can t- take place in this kind of in in this kind of place if if it's curated right so photographska is more and more becoming for me a sort of a place for conversations and your love for photography and, and for the art is more like, you could say, a vehicle. For me, photography is such a fantastic medium because it uh, gives us the possibility to work with uh, documentary photography, which can raise awareness in questions in the third world, in our world where we are sort of living in. And, and then you have the art photography, which is just giving us inspiration and seeing things we didn't even understood what was available mm. and then you have portrait photography you have fashion photography nature photography there's so many different ways of doing photography so that's sort of creating for us a place which is always alive because there's so many different ways to do photography and we can sort of curate mm. in a fantastic way when I need to kind of detach from things and get some good perspective, I typically walk into uh, galleries, museums, places like this where, and when I think about it, why am I doing that? In a way, it's like reminding myself of who I am, <laughs> like meeting yourself yeah. through, through art and through... Margita, which works with communication here, she loved that, that you're saying that because huh? that, that is what, what it's all about, to meet yourself and mm. meet, meet sort of uh, other way to look at things. We want to be a place where, which is a lie, which uh, sort of gives you not only the art itself or the photography itself, it's also creating meetings with other kinds of things. For us, food and beverage is a very important part yeah. to take, be responsible in sort of in how you're serving food and drinks. Mm. And uh, so we have a, a theme here we call it sustainable pleasure, which gives also people a way to look at how they eat and how they consume food and beverage and mm. how how you can work with no waste and still be sort of a very nice uh, experience. 
And your restaurant has been really uh, award-winning, like planned forward uh, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it's been a fantastic journey. Mm. We le- everyone, even the people which works in the kitchen, of course, has learned so much during these years. Mm. Because today we are, I think we're totally in no ways today. That's an achievement. And you are also one of the most accessible museums in the world. Yeah, we are somewhere. When we started 2010, it was for us, it was very important to, mm. if you want to create a meeting place, you have to be open. So that means that the opening hours is a little bit different. We're open from nine in the morning to one at night. So it's really, it's really accessible. And now you're branching out abroad. There's Tallinn, there is New York, London and so on. Where are you in, on this expansion journey? Yeah, it's a, and why is it important to you? It is an opportunity which when we were sort of yeah. done with the business plan here in Stockholm, we could see that this kind of place is needed mm. anywhere. Uh, so we were just, if it works in Stockholm, it could work anywhere else. Yeah. And so it was, for us, it was important to, because we love photography and photography is so underrepresented in the art world and to create fantastic places for photography around the world was sort of mm. something we wanted to do. Mm. Now we have the opportunity to do that. So Tallinn is up, uh, up and running since summer and New York is coming up very soon. Mm. And then London will come after that. And, and how do you go about it? For me, at least, it's much more important to adapt into the city and into the yeah. building itself. Yeah. So we are not creating sort of a new kind of McDonald's. It's a, yeah. it, it has to be, a, this is an, an experience on a very high level. So it has to be sort of in, aligned with the city and with the, with the building itself. Mm. So it, they will all look different and they will all feel different. Mm. But hopefully we will all, uh, mm. all of them will be sort of, able to really live by our vision, which is inspiring a more conscious world, mm. and uh, to get people to meet themselves and meet others and meet the art and create conversations. And, and when you say inspire for more conscious um, world, what kind of consciousness are you aiming for? I think it's from small local matters to big global things. Mm. I just came from a meeting where we were talking about res- resistant bacteria and sort of what, how that can look like in an exhibition, mm. because that is a big topic for us as human beings for the future. Yeah. We have been working on the theme now for two years and a new exhibition is coming up very soon. That is one, one way to sort of get people inspiring into a more conscious world, because we have to be more conscious to not mm. sort of uh, die because mm. of resistant bacteria in the mm. future. Mm to uh, exhibitions around uh, some local matters here in Stockholm, which we did last year in the election time. We showed their vision for Sweden Mm. in pictures, Mm. not only talking in images instead. So it's uh, trying to be relevant Mm. in the small part of the world, which is Stockholm, Mm. and sort of try to bring Mm. the whole world to Stockholm sort of in different matters. And uh, what would you say is really your passion and and you know the word passion coming from patire which means mm. suffer mm. so whatever is so much of a passion for you that you are even willing to suffer for it if needed what is mm. that to you for me it's really to make sure that photographska lives by his values and trying to really spread the vision about uh, different issues around the world and really trying to make a difference and uh, i think that is that is my passion Mm. Because phot- photography is such a fantastic medium uh, when it comes to raising awareness of things. Mm. And uh, if we as a place like this can be part of that, for me, that's my passion. And what are the values? 
It's uh, relevance, it's inclusion, innovation, sustainability. And how come it became photography for you and your brother? It's, photography has always been very close to us. Our father was sort of involved in the photography industry in the 60s. Uh, so it, the darkroom was in the basement and we were meeting photographers. Mm. And uh, then we sort of left the, the inner circle of the photography for many years. Has always been sort of a passion, especially especially the documentary photography. And what would you say are like the transformational points in your life that have influenced you so far the most? I love to be older. I think I'm so much wiser today than I was uh, 10 years ago. I have a different perspective on so many different things. So I think if an answer is to get older, <laughs> that's my answer then. Yeah. yeah. Just to exemplify a couple of things that you're realizing that you are now wiser and better about. Uh, I think you have when you're getting a, a little bit, uh, which gives you the possibility to reflect much better hmm. before you do things. That has been for me at least a fantastic experience. So like to reflect in terms of doing things for the right reasons, being more aware of what you are. Yeah, but also sort of hopefully making better decisions when you're making decisions. I think uh, 10, 15 years ago, it was, uh, you were making so many decisions without sort of any, anything to reflect on. You just go with your guts and that's, that's sort of a good thing also that you can do that. The boring thing is that you're then becoming like the old guys where when you were younger, who's always sort of have a better answer than, than yourself. And that's maybe a backside of it. But, but, but I really like, for me, has been a really good experience to be older. When I think about companies and organizations in general, I think about them as instruments for creation of something even better than we have today. So is there a, like a long-term formula or solution for businesses that you believe in that would be valid for any kind of company or organization out there that they should cherish? I think what, what we have done here during the last five, six years is really starting from the inside of the company and creating sort of the value platforms and the visions and so on. And it's really, it is uh, well written and it's well accepted by the staff. So it's, uh, it's a couple of great documents which guides us as a company. Mm. But I think to run a company is sort of is, every day is a fight to continue to change. And I think that's the biggest sort of thing as an entrepreneur or a leader of a company to always be able to continue to change. Because if you don't change, then, yeah, it's really hard to stay on top then. But at the same time, I mean, uh, change is in a way natural in everybody's life, right? We all change and we all... But uh, in the sense of, if you have like a, like a framework for what you're trying to achieve here, which is working very well, you still think that every day we need to think about yeah. how to not only perfect it, but how to change to become even more relevant, even Absol more yeah, I, catalyst. I, I think it's so easy to stop asking you this, the questions why. and mm. uh, Why are we doing this in this way and so on. And that, that is something you have yeah. to do every day. Mm. And it's also very easy to start to sort of look into the sort of guests need. Mm. So it's always sort of being on top of all conversations inside the company mm. every day to make sure that it's relevant for the people who it's, who it's for. What is the vision for Fotografiska? What is... Uh, that is inspiring a more conscious world. Okay, that is the vision. That, that's the vision, yeah. Mm. And I really love it because if we could mm. be a little bit conscious uh, overall, a lot of what we see today will not be there 
it's so easy today to when you whatever kind of question you look into is sort of it's so black and white and nothing is black and white there's a lot of gray things in the middle mm. that is not in the debate today mm. it's so black and white are you working through a lot of uh, collaboration partners that can support uh, you in this vision here in Stockholm we work locally of course with all kind of big NGOs and big big change makers but now we are sort of establishing our global network yeah. where we can start to work on a global level instead in this kind of questions with NGOs and others brilliant minds is there any company that you are inspired by particularly that you feel are like doing a lot of things right I'm like, so bad at looking at others that's yeah. my biggest oh, problem yeah. I'm yeah. so bad at looking at others what they do <laughs> But I think Hand in Hand, for example, the organization which exists here in Sweden and in Britain, which works with sort of, um, they're all about raising awareness about entrepreneurship and sort of giving microloans to women mm. in India and in, in some countries in Africa. And mm. their sort of formula really works. And it's so different to all the other NGOs, my opinion, because they're really sort of getting people into work and getting them possibilities to own their own salary. If you would assume that you had all doors open to you and all resources available, what would you then immediately kind of go and innovate or change? You know, whether you're thinking about this framework that you've created here in Photographska or beyond. What Photographska need today is to take the next sort of step into the digital world. We have a good presence in the social media and so on, but we could create so much more values online than we do today. And I think if I got a chunk of money, to invest into Photographska, that is what I would invest into. Mm. And why then? Because you, in order to spread it to more people? Yeah, I think mm. we're, we're sort of, even if we open up spaces in, in uh, London and New York and Tallinn, maybe we reach two million people a year. But online, it's just, the sky is the limit. So it's, um, and how many people now do you reach with, your, with Photographska? In Stockholm and Tallinn, we will on an annual basis reach 700,000 people or something. And how would you like describe the, I don't want to say the average person who walks in here, but you know, that framework? It's anyone. Anyone, a anyone comes here. Mm. It's, it's, it's a different audience during daytime and nighttime. So it's, I think it reflects quite good mm. on the society. Is there any particular like, advice you want to share with other people who are leading organizations and, and companies and so on that, you, that is the most important to you at least? I think companies today, has, especially in Sweden, I would say there's, there's no leader of any company who take a stand for anything today. And I think companies really have to s start to, to say what they really want to change and how they want to change it mm. and be part of sort of the change of the society. Mm. And uh, I think we are... I remember back when we had the three, four really big leaders here in Sweden, which always were sort of taking a stand in different issues. Mm -hmm. That is something I would like to see. So it's like leadership in a way, real um, leadership. Yeah. Because that's also my, my reflection is this, that I can't name any leaders today on this political arena that no. I kind of respect. And if no. they're up there and they get my attention for a while, it's just actually because they're doing a theater work for a short-term agenda. Yeah. And then I see that it's not for real. Yeah. So I like these. But if we like them in the on the political scene, if we like them everywhere, but and we have them potentially hidden in the corporate sphere... Mm. 
I agree with you. Mm. That would be beautiful to get some of them up there yeah. and really speak out loud. And that's beyond the short-term thinking and, and, and everything. And like, it's about the infinite game that Simon Sinek is talking about. The infinite mindset of leaders should be rewarded. And there are those out there. Uh, but I think everything is uh, so controlled today by the consultants, which do the PR and they are always more afraid of communication than they see possibilities. So if you take a stand, they always sort of they will always see the worst scenario, and they will not approve it then. But at the same time, leaders should be courageous, right? And then yeah. they are not like influenced by some advisors, uh, maybe relevant advice, but still they have to take a stand. And yeah. if you, and I think that also people emotionally connect and listen to leaders that are courageous in the sense that they honestly stand for something. Yeah. That's when you connect to people. Yeah, and I think that's where companies have to be for the future. Mm. You can't be a plain company. You have to, you have to be relevant on, the, on your first date with your new customer. Mm. And to be relevant on your first date, they have to know something about you. Mm. And they have to sort of approve your opinions or disapprove. could also be but they have to know something about you. Mm. I hope we will see a big change in the, in the corporate world in that sense, because I think my strong belief is that people in the future, they have to align with who you are as a person, as a company. Mm. If you're not in that world, then you won't be, uh, you won't be sustainable as a company. Mm. And I think big old organization will have a hard time to adapt to the new way people are choosing who to buy from. Yeah, absolutely, because we are, as clients, customers, we are, in that sense, kings, because we're going to choose the companies that are standing up for certain issues yeah, or yeah. standing up for certain thinking that yeah. we believe in as well. So, yeah. And uh, their advice you would have given yourself back then? Go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most Why? likely. Ah, sometimes I've sort of, because I don't have an academic background, and, and some, sometimes I really feel that I could have used that. Yeah, but at the same time, there are so many doing fantastic things without yeah. it, right? Yeah, so yeah, it makes you question... Uh, yeah, yeah, but that is sort of something I would, I would say yeah. that um, if I could do it, do it once more, I will go back to school, yeah. Uh -huh. mm. And what would that be then? What, like business economy know. stuff yeah, or yeah, it else? It would be most likely be business communication, marketing, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I bet you, you, you've learned so much along the way now. In this creation, yeah, absolutely, and uh, all, always have had a good learning curve during yeah. my my uh, professional years. But it's uh, to have some fact behind that. Because uh, nowadays people are also very much discussing, you know, what is education for? Because the education system we have everywhere, more or less in the world, is really a result from the industrialized yeah. system, right? So you get in here and get out here and there are a couple of stamps on you that is kind of proving that you have a certain resilience and certain capacity, but yeah. it actually doesn't prove anything more no. in terms of, you know, talent, passion, all of these things that, personality, all of these things that eventually will be the reason why you succeed or not, yeah. whatever success is, you know, mm. and also we kind of streamline people, right? And we maybe make them forget what they are actually about and why mm. they, they came here and what they're yeah. here to do. Yeah. So in a way, education is also could be something better now as it is now it's too much of a suffocating experience yeah, but, but i think um, that it, it, it is that is also changing at the moment because you're yeah. going on some classes or something for yourself now it's not only for your profession yeah and that gives you sort of other perspectives mm. and gives you other way to reflect on things mm. so i think uh, even if the the old sort of school system is still old i think we are learning so much more today in other ways and sort of 
growing as, as human beings yeah, exactly. in, in so many other ways. And I think that will be even more important in the future. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, no, that's true. And, and just take myself as an example, part of a couple of masterminds, mm. doing a lot of things, consuming mm. information in different ways. So I'm like, mm. exactly, we, 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 have, we have lots of choices. Yeah. But that's like beyond the traditional um, education. And uh, if you have to pick, like, what do you think is the most important thing for companies to focus on right, right now? For me, it's always relevant. Who, you, who are you relevant for? That you can be part of something. But relevance is, is the key word for me every day, mm. which I have to work with. Because it's so easy to forget who you're relevant for, mm. except yourself. I think in the future you have to be much more relevant than ever in so many different layers as a company and as a supplier of whatever kind of product you're supplying. Mm. And um, be a good citizen because you're part of the whole society. It's not, you're not an isolated island anymore mm. as a company. I hope that sort of boat sail and that uh, companies really have to be a part of the whole society. If possible, a bigger question. Um, what do you think the world needs most at this time? Empathy. Empathy. Yeah. I think that's missing a lot at the moment. We are getting more and more into sort of a, the old tribe society because there's so easy to sort of create a tribe today. It's so easy to exclude people then if you're a tribe. And when you're starting to exclude people, then you're sort of also losing your empathy for other people and other opinions. Mm. It's a word we don't use that much. Great. John, is there anything else you would like to add that we didn't cover that is, like, for you important? I think you covered a lot. Huh? I didn't really expect it. <laughs> no. But it was good. Good conversation. Thank you so much, Jan. Thanks for, for sharing. And uh, for people to find out more, they can, of course, head to your website, photographska.com, um, and all the other sites. And I will make sure to um, put the links and show notes on uh, corporateunplugged.com. Mm. So to all of you listening, remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Acast, and share this episode with Jan with people you know would benefit from hearing exactly this. And also much for listening. And until next time, Live with purpose and remember to unplug. Ciao. Ciao, Jan. Ciao, Wesley. Ciao. <laughs>